Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Feel your soul being crushed yet? This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. C, senor. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Carl Marx. <laughs> okay. Uh, fantastic. I read a piece yesterday that, that so helped me understand something. It really clarified. Uh, I had thoughts in my mind that were about 85% coalesced and then clicked into place. That uh, all Pump of up these... the music, Michael. This is a party. If you didn't come to party, don't bother knocking on my door. Oh boy, that's it's so elitist. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that all these activist groups right now are neo-Marxists, and they uh, they have just changed some of the terminology. I will explain. It's so enlightening, and it also explains how the classical liberals of the world are uh, accidentally helping them. Yeah, I feel like uh, the story that, you know, uh, we've been talking about for a while, that the well, what's going on in Portland in general for, what is it, 80-some days? The rioting has been going on every single night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy getting kicked in the head on video the other day is getting national attention as uh, how it, you know, it's a, a gruesome thing to see. And, uh, Utter inhumane brutality. And while For some Marxist, are, how and, odd. And while some are trying to make the argument that that guy is one lone lunatic, um, <laughs> and he uh, he's clearly a lunatic and needs behind be behind bars, and he will be. They'll catch him. They have his picture and his name and all that. But um, all those people that you know chased the guy down and drug him out of the truck, and and were beating on him before the kick. Right. That that is so gruesome to see. What about them? They were they were okay with that. So. Absolutely. The guy was utterly blameless. He had done nothing. In fact, he was trying to communicate as hard as he could. Listen, I'm not a threat. I'm not against you. I just happen to be here. Yeah, well, that's that's and, mob violence. Yeah, yeah, indeed. It's just it's, gruesome. We're in a serious fight now in this country, and people are slow to wake up to it because virtually the entirety of the news media is in denial. They'll be up against the wall, you know, early on. So they'll they'll get what's coming to them, I suppose, but then it'll be too late. Anyway, and I don't deal in, in like, uh, I don't know, imagined horrors and trying to scare people and the rest of it. But I'm telling you, well, we'll get to it a little later. Let me hit you with a couple of teases that have nothing to do with, like, strife, doom scrolling, America falling apart, etc., cetera, et cetera. Why more? It's not falling apart is being taken apart, Jack. Back to you. We got the story. Why more happy, healthy couples are sleeping in separate bedrooms? I didn't know that was a growing trend, but apparently the story is claiming it is, and why it's happening. And also this one: they feel like they've finally nailed down. If your body weight is affected by when you eat, don't eat right before you go to bed. Eat right before you go to bed. Oh boy! You know those those arguments back sure. and forth. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference when you eat, which I've always kind of believed. But um, we'll read through that and see where it is. Hmm. That'll be good stuff. So did you give away the answer just then, or was that your opinion? That's man? my opinion. That's always ah. been my opinion. All right. I just feel like if you're putting those calories in your body, it doesn't matter where you put them in, but that I don't know that I'm right. But. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, so we'll get to all the different stuff. Also have exciting insider information on the rolling blackouts in Cal Unicornia. Oh, God. A, whist- Don't. a whistleblower. Can I be making any sort of uh, market-related moves with this insider <laughs> information? Or? Wow. Wow. Sean. I'm, I'm, I've learned the game quick. I'm looking out for the people. You, you're looking for a profit. I'm a people. I want, yeah. I, I want to hear that, but that's making me so angry. And that should be a warning for the rest of the country. The whole, we're going green. We're going with wind and solar. And then when you don't have power on a hot day, they say, well, people need to turn down their air conditioning. I heard one, one, I don't know if it was an energy person or a government person, but they're the same thing. So it doesn't right. make any difference. People need to turn down their air conditioner before they don't have to in other states. They get to be nice and cool in their house. Because they don't, they didn't decide to like way overreach on wind and solar to the. We don't have enough to. We we don't. We have to buy from other states when it's hot outside. That's because they produce energy the old-fashioned way. God, that's so maddening. Well, and I, uh... I, I would love to be one hundred percent wind and solar. I would love that. But if it doesn't currently work to where you can have your your electricity on, then you can't do it. All right, that's just just the reality of life. Well, and as a uh, San Diego County listener reminded us, we uh, we have no power because uh, it's not windy enough. And then the next day, it's we've had to shut off your power because it's too windy. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Unbelievable, and acting, California, and America's like, Haiti, and acting like that makes sense. That that of course it's that way. Right. If it's too windy, you can't have power. Or if it's not windy, you can't have power. You every state in America, well, every every place in the world in the year 2020 only has power when it's moderately windy outside. Right. Just go to anywhere. Go to France. Go to England. We can go assure you of ample power <laughs> when the wind is between 15 and 18 miles per hour. That's hilarious. And, and it's sunny. That in, is in, in in the day. Really hilarious. And by the way, speaking of markets, I would love to know how the media would be handling the everyday record-setting stock market if you had a Democrat in the White House. I have a feeling it'd be making the news. Gee, you think? I think it would be a lead story every day. Because the Dow and one or more of the other indices are setting records almost every day. Just something. Anyway, it is something, and it's it's a head scratcher. But we we'll, oh, yeah. actually have some info on that. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. Uh, we'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. I'm like you, Jack. I will. There are certain things you pay for, and air conditioning is definitely something I will pay for. I would rather get my car repoed than lose <laughs> my air conditioning in my house. I was telling my son the other day when he thought he was going to die because it was hot. I, uh, if our if our electricity went out because we'd gotten the warning our electricity might go out, and I said, you know, I didn't have electricity for years. I had it, but I couldn't afford it, so I didn't run it. And I just you open the windows, you sit around in your shorts, and you you're, sweat and you're, a lot, and you're hot, <laughs> but you get used to it, and it's not that big a deal. You won't die. But on the other hand, since I do have it, and I live in a first world country, and I can afford it, I I want it provided to me. Like it is everywhere else. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, doing very well. Uh, quick news from the world of sport as uh, the NBA playoffs are underway. Mm. And both number one seeds lost their opening round games last night. So they are now down in the series. Has that ever happened? Uh, both. T- I don't know. I, I can't, can't make something uh, yeah. in 1981 and 1994. Boy, I've been following the NBA for a long time. I don't remember that ever happening. There have been, uh, I believe, three uh, eight seeds actually winning the series against the higher seeded teams. I don't know specifically if both number one seeds have ever lost game one or not before, but it's certainly a, a rarity. And uh, they they look beatable. 
They look, it's like in Rocky Four when 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 Rocky bunches Ivan Drago so hard he starts to bleed. All of a sudden, oh look, he's a man. He can bleed. And well, then and then the you know then the music kicks in and then they start doing the montage of all the rounds and yeah. <laughs> LeBron said the other day of of his Lakers, he said this is not the team that was on the floor in March. I believe LeBron is currently looking for loopholes in the collective bargaining agreement to see if he can actively trade players <laughs> right now for other players. Wow, that would be something. This is the league that actively supports Marxists. Yes, okay, I'm out. Out. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, August 19th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Go to any Baltimore neighborhood and ask this question. Do you want to defund the police? No. No. Absolutely not. I had three sons killed in Baltimore City. And I think if we defund the police office, it's going to be worse than that. So, no, I'm opposed to that. A young black woman running for Congress in uh, Maryland, Baltimore, mm-hmm. and um, she's black and she's a Republican. She's crazy smart and talking tough. The ad is great. We'll play the whole thing for you. Trust me, you won't be bored. It's long, but it's really interesting. And I think it's fantastic. Um, uh, the parties are realigning. I have no idea what they're going to look like in a few years. No idea. Neither does anybody else. I tweeted out my favorite line from it, which was, uh, Democrats think black people are stupid. I thought, finally, a black leader calling the Democratic Party for for what it is, well, for its condescension and, and phony promises. Her walking the streets in what, what looks like a bombed-out neighborhood, yeah. her walking the streets and saying, this town has been under the control of one party for our, whatever many years it is, 30 years, mm-hmm. and look at it. Yeah. Um, that's something. Anyway, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Outstanding. Full of insight and, and intrigue. I feel like we've teased like 50 things. We have, clearly. It's time to get down to business. Yeah. Too much talk, not enough talk. A lot of foreplay then. <laughs> Just, oh, you know, oh, roll over yeah. and go to bed. Yeah. Huh? Some nights. Uh, what? That's plenty. No. Everybody, never enough. Everybody's happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> um, yes. I hope you're not there. Our texter. <laughs> our text line is 415 415- 295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you see the college professor at Iowa State University who is not allowing his students to write anything that criticized Black Lives Matter, abortion, and some other topics? Yes, if you <laughs> did, you would fail the class. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, we'll bring you that story. There is a twist. Uh, a good twist, although it's one of those, you know, a guy comes into the meeting and says, how about if we uh, just murder all of our competitors? And you say, whoa, whoa, Jim, we can't murder a bunch of people. And everybody says, yeah, I agree. We can't murder our competitors. And it's hard to describe that meeting as a good meeting, if you know what I mean. The right conclusion was reached. But the fact that the, once again, the Overton window included something horrific. Somebody actually thought that was a good idea. You still got to be a little disturbed. I'd say. Yeah. Mailbag. Woohoo! Did you watch any of the Zoom TV show last night? We'll talk about that later. A little, I guess. Somebody will. I didn't watch any of it. I saw some clips. 
Freedom-loving quote of the day once again today from Milton Friedman. It's longish, but it's one of my absolute faves. I'm going to get it tattooed on my chest. On the topic of greed, well, first of all, tell me, is there some society you know that doesn't run on greed? You think Russia doesn't run on greed? You'd think China? The civil authorities have issued an immediate evacuation for Glen C.A., beginning at 6.23 a.m. and ending at 12.23 p.m. This is an immediate evacuation order for the areas of Combe, Red Mountain and Burroughs Gap. The area of County Road 306 from County Road 314 north to Burroughs Gap. Please evacuate the area immediately due to fast-moving fire. Shelter assistance at Willows Memorial Hall. Large Animal Shelter Glen County Fairgrounds. Awesome show, writes Reed. Thank you. Just need to say your show of yesterday was great. Been listening for going on eight years. Love you guys, etc. The I day before? Eh. Uh, yeah, he means yesterday's show. Well, that's, that's good, Reed. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, uh, I have vague memories of it at best. but eh. We go for an average score at the end of the week. So. Well, you don't want to raise people's expectations too high. Right. Right. Let's see. Uh, a couple of things here. Uh, David, beautiful San Antonio, wants to know whether Joe Biden is going to pre-record his speech to take after take. Why wouldn't you? I, I, I would, would suggest he do. Well, that would be the smart thing to do no matter what. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Barack Obama or Ronald Reagan. Why wouldn't you? The Jill Biden thing last night. Well, because people might suggest it's inauthentic or that he's hiding, um, although he is hiding. Uh, the the uh, Jill uh, Biden thing last night. Well, at the end of her speech, he comes up to hug her, and she gets her hand caught in his mask and, like, does a Tyrannosaurus Rex arm thing. And Oh, it's so awkward. You know, I saw a lot of praise for Jill Biden's speech on uh, on conservative Twitter. She's a smart lady. People saying, you know, I got to say that was really good from people that uh, are Trump boosters or certainly don't like Biden. So Yeah, well, well she's a capable speaker. There's no doubt. We happen to get this note from... Our old buddy Kemper, um, who heard it. Mrs. Biden says Joe will bring families together and make education bright, shiny, and fragrant if elected. Uh, bah, bah, bah. The notion that a president's role includes uh, nationalizing public education and presuming that my family needs fixing, and he's the president who's going to do it, is as idiotic as Trump's worst tweets. Well, such is the modern presidency. Going to fix everything right down to the, 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 the difficulties in your own family. That Dem speechwriters are pushing those priorities and expect their voters to embrace it is remarkable. I'm too lazy to bring up the Constitution and review the president's duties, but, well, I'm certainly too lazy to look them up for you, Kemper, but I agree completely. But Jack's point is, 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 is apt. The presidency has become a TV show. There can only be one star. It's not an ensemble. Government used to be an ensemble drama. Now it's just a, a one-person show, and we want him to solve all our problems, including making our family happy and making education bright, shiny, and fragrant, which is a really funny uh, bit of writing there. Uh, ah, let's see. Clayton suggests a new nickname for Kamala Harris, Chameleon Harris. She'll That's do whatever the majority wants, uh, or as I put it, she has absolutely no principles. I don't know that she has any beliefs whatsoever. She's not unique in that as a politician, but uh, she is definitely that. Yeah. Yep. 
It's got to be interesting as a Democrat. I mean, are you going to vote for her for what? Because she's got a D next to her name, I guess, is enough. But She's not Trump. Polls show that that's, yeah. what, 60, almost two-thirds of Democrats say, I'm voting to get Trump out. Mm-hmm. Great note here from, uh, we'll say Al Anonymous, who says, my brother's an administrator of a large school district in a more conservative city in Colorado. They're one of only two districts in all of the large cities offering a non-online option. Uh, he he he's, uh, feels strongly about the importance of getting the kids back in the classroom, but he says the intent is not to be in class all year long. They know the minute a case pops up, they're likely to close. Mm. They're starting in person for the kids to get to know and respect their teachers. I get that. I 100% get that. That makes sense. Last semester went so badly, and the kids knew their teachers, and the teachers knew them. Now they're starting from scratch. With kids that have no personal respect for their teachers, there is no way online goes as smoothly oh. as the end of the previous year. Yeah, I want to talk more about that later. That That is a great idea. That is a great idea. So even if you got in there for a week, that would be way better than not having any relationship with the other students or the teacher. That makes perfectly good sense to me. Yeah, yeah. So interesting insight there, Al. We appreciate your writing. And he also wants us to know that his pig farm is running smoothly back to normal operations. I remember they had a serious uh, hog-related crisis at one point. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was. The pork but... shortage or something. Yeah, so surplus, right? we'll bring you up to speed on the news of the day and a variety of topics uh, coming up um, on our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Today, a glitch at a chocolate factory in Switzerland caused an entire town to be dusted in cocoa. America's in the throes of a pandemic, racial upheaval, and a recession. Meanwhile, Europe's like, oh no, the town is covered in chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, well, that's a contrast to, we got this text, and I'm reading this for the, oh, you think your day's not going well. Whose day is going well, really? Unless... You know, you're retired and you got all your money in stocks because the stock market had record highs yesterday. But um, uh, for most people, their lives aren't going quite the way they want them to right now. Not like this, though. Got this text earlier with a follow-up. I think this one's from last night. We're sitting in the parking lot at Costco because we have no place else to go. Not sure if we'll have a home when we get back. A picture of the fire that's headed their direction. Oh, man. One of many. PG&E turned off our power right before we evacuated and fled the fire that was coming over the ridge. So uh, no electricity anyway, and then they had to leave for the fire. And then finally, I spent 25 years building a successful business only to have it flushed down the toilet by the Chinese bat flu. Now I may have lost my home. Boy, 2020 sucks. Wow. Wow. It's a bad day. Sean, play me clip 36. It is a sucky year. There's no Play clip 36. Feel your soul being crushed yet? There you go. (laughs) That's the official slogan of 2020. Tucker Carlson, feel your soul being crushed yet? Um, <laughs> oh, man, so sorry to hear that, my friend, whoever yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, we moved on to mirth too quickly. To, 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 I didn't say, yeah, that's freaking awful. Oh, yeah. Hope that doesn't happen. Unimaginable. Yeah. And they had to hurriedly get their, you know, their, their essentials together in the dark. Because their utility had cut off their right. power. Right. If you if your house doesn't burn down, they get the fire under control, or the wind shifts, or whatever. You'll go back to a house where you don't have air conditioning, 
and you won't go to uh, school or run your business because of the bat flu. But mm. other than that, peachy. Yeah, other than that, 2020's peachy. I was looking at the New York Times 14-day rolling average, talking about things that aren't getting much coverage. Man, when the numbers were going up every day, nonstop, Trump's mishandling of the virus, we're worse than name the country around the world. Now right. that it's headed down every single day, just, sorry, got nothing for you. Uh, Not new, newsworthy. News case, new cases are down 17%. That's that whole testing weirdness. Deaths are down, continue to be down. Um three percent on the 14-day rolling average so it's headed the right direction it's definitely good news that you're not hearing much about which is unfortunate that that's the way we do news uh you're also not hearing about the stock market being at highs which i do have a caveat for but it's worth mentioning the s&p 500 and the nasdaq hit all-time highs yesterday fully recovering from february and march's historic plunge the the, the rebound marks the quickest recovery from a bear market in the history of bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Now, the caveat is, I think, the obvious that y- you go to any strip mall. Well, you go to any mall. I just I drive by a major mall to get to work. It's been closed for months. Yes. All that revenue lost, all those jobs, all, all the all the all the people that, that have jobs that got to pay rent and make car payments and would buy stuff. All that is just, you know. All the for lease signs at the strip mall everywhere you go. It's the the amount of money we've borrowed trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Well, the the mom and pop shops, as you guys have said, is that's the backbone of the American economy is not represented in the stock market. Well, and a lot yeah. of the like the WalMarts and the big box stores, they're having these great quarters because. Their competition, the mom-and-pop shops, quote-unquote, are out of business. Yeah, that's part of it, and it all feels very precarious to me as somebody with a great interest in the markets because there is nowhere else to put your money. What are you going to do, buy bonds that will pay you three cents more than you bought them for in 10 years? You're going to put your money in a small business? You're going to buy real estate? In some places, I would. Um, but in many places you won't, you don't want to do that. So yeah, if you want any return, it's the American stock market, which is great for now. I hope I'm wrong, but I think there's a giant crash coming when, when all this comes due, the bill has got to come due, doesn't it? Well, there'll be a a wobble, a big correction. It'll be a little scary, but (laughs) there often is. I hope you're right that that's all it is. I mean, a lot of people dig the uh, the harem scarum. You know, there's there's economists on YouTube with videos of this and that. Sure, but when you borrow trillions and trillions of dollars, and you have all these people out of work and all these businesses closed, that certainly seems like a recipe for something pretty crazy. Whether it's inflation or you know deflation or whatever it is, who would be shocked if if there was a strong reaction to this kind of mayhem? The reaction certainly shouldn't be record-setting stock markets every day. It's odd. Yeah, yeah. The only good news about the borrowing and spending we're doing now is the money's practically free. Of course, you know, if interest rates go up significantly, that's going to be a serious problem. But, you know, I don't want to scare people to death. I don't. So do, do you consider it good news that the mainstream media is unfairly treating Democrats for once? Is that good news that they're... Spreading it around, or is it bad news that they're incompetent at everything they cover, even the things that they like? That's an interesting question. But uh, NBC, AOC, was very unhappy with this last night. So AOC gave her one-minute speech. 
Um, and we 90 can, seconds, she somehow got another oh, 30. Oh, oh, they're taking more than she was due. 50% more speech. 50% raise in time tax. Government bloat. What uh, what she had to say, and then the way it was covered by the media, which was just as wrong as wrong could be. Um, we'll have that for you in a second. Perhaps you're concerned at the experiment with lawlessness going on in America. Let's defund the police and not arrest people who kick people to death or whatever. I mean, it's insane. If you're curious about a home security system, you need to look into Simply Safe. U.S. News and World Report named it the best overall home security of 2020. The best, but it's less expensive and less hassle. The fact that you're not locked into a long-term contract and you decide, you know, I don't use this like I thought I would or it's not as good as I thought it would be. We never turn it on anymore. Yeah, um, that's awesome. You're going to like it because it is the best overall home security of 2020, according to U.S. News and World Report. But it's about $15 a month. You're not locked into the contract. You set it up yourself in about an hour. Nobody's coming to your home. No pushy salespeople, no technician drilling holes in your walls and, you know, bringing the vid to your home or anything like that. And there's a 60-day risk-free trial. That's absolutely fantastic. How can you go wrong here? Nothing to lose. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. So AOC got got up on stage. She got on the stage of America with a YouTube video, uh, a a Zoom video. She has eyes like a Disney princess. She got them realtor eyes. That's right. She She got them. She is an attractive woman. Yes. And she talked about in her 90 seconds, she got to throw. Rather well put together, top to bottom. (laughs) Mm. Jeez, are you done yet? Hmm. She got to talk about colonialization and a variety of other things. Like She's a neo-Marxist, 100%. I will explain uh, next hour. But anyway, um, well, I'll I'll read you the NBC News tweet. In one of the shortest speeches of the DNC, Representative Ocasio-Cortez did not endorse Joe Biden. I hereby second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders of Vermont for President of the United States of America. Bernard Sanders. And uh, a number of outlets and AOC pointed out that that's not that th- this is what happens every single uh, convention that there's ever been. Somebody gets named to uh, this is an an honor you throw toward the second place finisher. It's something that they do every convention, usually early in the week when nobody's wow. paying attention, okay. early in the night on the stage when nobody's watching. You get some rising star to come out and tip the cap to the person that placed second. That's what you're supposed to do so that they and their people feel good and hopefully vote for the the, the guy. The guy It's usually a guy that uh, ends up winning the nomination. So as Positive Sean has forcefully advocated on the show in the past, the media now worships a new god. They've gone from worshiping liberalism to worshiping cliques. You're not going to get clicks with AOC follows long tradition, tips cap to Bernie. No, you got to go with AOC. The, 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 the Democratic Party so split, she didn't even endorse Joe Biden in her 90 seconds. Fight for the heart of the Democratic Party as AOC does not endorse Biden. I'd click on that. I'd be like, what the heck? Yeah, if you didn't know the history or the way it's supposed to work. Right, and who does? The Arcania of political conventions. Yeah, well, the whole thing is stupid. But yes, it top is. Top to bottom, the whole thing is stupid. Yes, um, dipped in stupid sauce. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> the layers of stupidity. So I don't know if you're following the ratings. The network ratings were way, way, way down. But I don't know. Do you blame the Democratic convention or the fact that these conventions, like the Oscars and like a lot of other things, have been ticking down year by year by year? Um, it's just people aren't as interested in watching any of this stuff. Well, they, and people are streaming it. Yeah, sure. That's the so. that's huge. What yeah. What is a ratings for my 
cable company. Like I don't, I don't have cable. <laughs> I'm watching all these things. Yeah, the concept of television as opposed to a screen yeah. is rapidly departing the society. It's, it's just. What do you mean? Tell I watched it on a screen. I don't. Was it also sent over the air in waves? I don't know. I don't care. I'm watching Better Call Saul. I'm making my way through. Uh, I'm almost done with season one. I've watched every episode on my phone. <laughs> really? Yeah. As the directors intended. Yeah. yeah. I watch most TV on my phone. We need to shoot this for a tiny, tiny screen. Do I, st- I don't even have a big phone. Do you still have that <laughs> fractured screen on your phone, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, Broke man. glass. Scott. Oh, and the, I, I've got a does small the sound phone. work? I mean, can you hear it? <laughs> Feel your soul being crushed yet? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's unbelievable. <laughs> and I heard somebody say... Um, that uh, the Democratic, the, the, the convention, uh, to the extent that anybody's seeing it at all, um, is uh, is designed to be watching little chunks like on YouTube and that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's just mm-hmm. like the late night shows are now. Sure. They're not as interested in the, the numbers of people that tune in as they are the various segments, how many people watched them the right. next day or in the next week. Right. AOC did not make a speech on TV. She recorded a 90-second YouTube video. Correct. And, you know... People that don't get that are, are, are not getting it on purpose for some reason or or just dumb. <laughs> or, or they're just they're they're older and and conceive of the world the way they've always conceived I mean, it. But, the media but, world. But you know, now to be charitable to that person that I just called dumb or doesn't get it or whatever, quit presenting it like it is, you know, a TV show that you're supposed to watch from six o'clock till ten o'clock at night. Quit talking about it that way. Ah, how quickly he forgets that story about the twenty eight percent drop in ratings got your click. Or mine, or his, but or why, somebody's. But I'm, not, I'm even talking about the convention. Why do they even present it at the at the beginning like it's a... It's, quit calling it a convention. Quit saying from 6 to 10 early in the evening she spoke and the in the order of their people. That, that doesn't matter to anybody. Not so really. So quit, quit acting like that's what it is. And maybe, you know... So tonight... Whatever that means. Whatever that means. <laughs> and uh, But it's a big list. Nancy Pelosi... Hillary Clinton, yes. who knows what she's going to say. Yes. Oh, good. She's involved. I hope she mentions that she should have won last time. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Uh, then you go Kamala Harris. She's the vice presidential nominee, don't you know? And I heard that. freaking Barack Obama. Mm. Obama! Big, that's right. They're all Big rec- night. They're all recording YouTube videos, probably already in the can, that will be released at some point during the day. So there you go. Fantastic. You enjoy it. I won't be watching. At the convention? (laughs) At the convention. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Your soul sucked out yet, or what does he say? Feel your soul being crushed yet? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Coming up, we are in a battle for this country with neo-Marxists. I will explain. You will be convinced. You will join me on the ramparts. Also, everything you need to know about Unix. The Ramparts. Stay with us. The Ramparts. I'm having them built as we speak at my own expense. Unix on Ramparts. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
everybody keeps asking, what does WAP stand for? Because oh, it's, a, it's the number one song man. in the country by Cardi B. It's wear a mask, please. <laughs> um, so that's, that's one interpretation. I was oh, just by golly. That woman is uh, filthy. The song WAP WAP opened at number one on the Billboard's Hot 100 with 93 million streams in the U.S., which Billboard says is the most for any track in its debut week ever. I've seen it, heard it a couple of times myself. I have not. What kind of parties do you go to? Well, I just doubt What I sort of debauchery of... exists in your neighborhood? Plenty. Um, I was, I was uh, needed to know what it was. We were talking about it on the show. I'm a, I'm a journalist. I'm a researcher. Hmm. James Corden did a bit on his show, The Late Show, where he had his parents watch the video of WAP <laughs> and react to it. I would not do Uncensored? that. Uncensored? That, I would not do that. Oh, golly. Yeah, oh, it was boy. about the, his parents' reaction. Oh, boy, that's pretty funny. That, that, uh, no, nah, I don't. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. Uh, no, absolutely not. No it's, a, it's an awful thing to do to your mom, especially. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even want to talk They're, about it. Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> They're British folk. They got different taboos over there, I guess. Wear a mask, please, is what it stands for. <laughs> yeah, sure it does. Uh, a couple of stories uh, uh, dovetailing nicely off of our last segment, and we will get to the whole neo-Marxist thing. Um, right after the top of the hour, or if you have to go somewhere, you can't listen, grab it on the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, but a great note and, and beautifully researched, as always, from uh, frequent correspondent Tim, who's talking about the, the completely phony U.S. Postal Service fake reversy that's going on right now. And as usual, Trump is fed the fire by tweeting various things that he either didn't mean or were misinterpreted, but... The long and short is every administration has been trying to reform the Postal Service and get it to stop bleeding money so badly uh, in the last 20 years or so, especially since the advent of email. And uh, the current Postmaster General is trying to do the same thing, and they're doing a lot of the things the Obama administration did that were completely ignored at the time. But Tim does bring up a really interesting uh, problem. Mail-in ballots, mailed-out ballots, and then mail-in ballots, they can be sent media rate, which means you don't have to put a stamp on them. Or if you put a stamp on them, they become first-class mail, and it moves a lot faster. But there are multiple states and some pretty populous states that have, for instance, in Connecticut, you can apply for an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot up to one day before the election. Right. And it has to be received by election day. Massachusetts, it's one day, an election day, and on and on. But there is zero chance a mailed-in ballot will get back in time. So they're setting up a situation where people, and it's not an unreasonable expectation. People think, okay, the deadline for me doing this is that day. So if I do it that day, I will be able to have my vote counted. If I, for instance, mail in my ballot, but it's utterly unrealistic, particularly if there's a heavy volume of mail. So they're setting up a scenario where I follow all the rules. I get my ballot. I mail it in. Maybe I just do it media rate and just put it in the mailbox. No postage required. Or maybe I throw a stamp on it, whatever. And I follow all the rules. And there ain't a chance in hell that vote is going to count. Well, can you play 22? Um, This is Nancy Pelosi. I don't, frankly, trust the Postmaster General and what he said. And if he's sincere about it, it means the bully has backed off. 
So Nancy Pelosi says she doesn't trust the Postmaster General. Trump is saying he doesn't trust a ma- a mail-in voting. So we've got both parties now laying the groundwork for if it's close and, you know, you could make any claim whatsoever that it's stolen by the post office or the, 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 you know, the mess of this that you were just talking about. So that's not good. I don't think most people, I hope everybody by Election Day catches on to the fact that we aren't going to have a result that night. Mm -hmm. Almost certainly, like 95% likely. We won't have a result for days. We've never done anything like this before. The claims that Jonathan Swan, I thought, when he did his interview with Trump, a lot of it was really good. But I I thought he was way off on the mail-in balloting thing when he kept saying, we've been doing this since the Civil War. There's a huge difference between the... Um, I request a mail-in ballot and send it in. And now we've got states sending out ballots to everybody. Every whole, registered vote. A whole bunch yep. of states have decided to send ballots to you based on their list, not a request from human beings that obviously exist at the address they say they're existing at. Those are two completely different things. Yeah. And and it's certainly never been done at this scale. This is unprecedented. Well, and I saw, I think it was uh, the Governor Whitner, the insufferable uh, hypocrite governor of Michigan, making an incredibly weak statement about who's going to commit fraud. A postman's not going to take all these ballots. No, they're going to send campaign workers to apartment complexes, densely populated neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods. They're going to offer people five bucks for their ballot. They're going to mail in thousands of fake ballots. Oh, boy, it's it's going to be a no-brainer. It is going to be a mess. Armstrong and Getty.